Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you, the solo female traveller. Empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. This is Lisa from Girl About the Globe and in today's podcast episode, we are discussing how solo travel changes you. Stay tuned. I've been solo traveling for about 22 years. I started doing it when I was 21, I'm now 44. And every decade that I've traveled, it seems that I've changed the way that I've traveled. In my 20s, I was traveling for the the confidence. I was an incredibly shy person. In my 30s, especially my late 30s, I traveled to get over a divorce and to do that old cliche of finding out who I was again. And in my 40s, I travel looking for social impact projects and organisations that are helping local communities in the country that I travel. I also now travel to emerging destinations and try and entice other people to travel to them, to try and avoid over-tourism in the most popular countries. Every time that I solo travel, travel gives me what I need at that particular moment and the space, time and the clarity for whatever situation I'm going through. Solo travel isn't just about having adventures. I do believe it's also about the personal transformation that you feel during and after your trip. In my experience, the bigger the anxiety at the beginning of the trip, that equals the biggest transformation that you're going to have during your travels. Regardless of whether you decide to travel alone, taking a solo trip gives you just what you need at that very moment in time. But I don't want you just to take my word for it. I've interviewed eight other solo travellers to get their experience on how solo travel changes you. Angelica from Things to Do and Eat says, I think society conditions women to do a lot of emotional labour. For example, putting people's needs before their own or solving other people's problems. You see this in friendships, relationships, marriages, nine to five jobs. You might enjoy it and you might be good at it, but sometimes you do need a break. I didn't realise this until the first time I travelled solo. Solo travel frees you from these expectations. You're able to go at your own pace and you're able to put yourself first. There aren't other people around who are asking for your emotional labour. The biggest lesson I learned from solo travel is that it's important to take care of yourself and it feels so liberating. And I completely echo what she just said. For me, when I solo travel, it allows me just to have the time and the space that I need by myself to put myself first. As an empath, I find it very difficult being with people all of the time and I need my own space a lot to get rebalanced and to get re-energised. So going on a solo trip really helps me to get back in touch with my needs and to put myself first and just to be off the grid and do what I want and give myself that self-love and attention that I really need. So Faith from Travel with Faith She says, solo travel is transformational. A year of emotional stress led to my decision to follow my dream of planning for a six-month trip to Europe. I learned that solo travel is healing. Every day was better than the day before with beauty at every corner. For the first time in a long time, I felt alive. The joy and happiness radiated from my face. Travelling solo allows the freedom to follow your own path, to be lost in contemplation 
and get to know oneself and enjoy your own company. Continuing on from what Faith just said, solo travel does allow you to become really confident and you are the only person who can look after yourself when you're solo traveling. So you really do get in touch with your wants and your needs and you realize how strong you are as a person and how strong your core is. And I think it takes a very strong person to be able to spend a lot of time alone and to be at one with their own company and not to be distracted by other people's company or to be distracted by television or consuming things constantly. When you do travel, you do get to know exactly who you are and what your strengths and weaknesses are. Faith also goes on to say, I was doubting my decision about travelling to unknown countries solo, however was determined to not let the fears get to me. I allowed myself to feel the fear, but not to worry about the outcome and to be prepared for unexpected events. A blogger inspired me to travel to Romania. There were minimal tourist infrastructure and many locals did not speak English. I discovered those who spoke English were happy to engage in conversation about the Romanian life, culture and economy. I successfully travelled to seven cities in two weeks and as I travelled my confidence increased and added to my security to travel to other countries outside of my comfort zone. I learned that when things get rough I can reach down inside myself and know what I need to do. That is another really good point as well as it solo travel gives you the confidence to tackle things that you never thought you'd be able to do. The more you travel solo, the more your confidence increases as well because you realise, actually, that wasn't that bad and if I can handle this, then I can also handle this. It also allows you to live in the moment as well. Lauren Monsitz from The Down Low says, The greatest thing about travelling solo is the instincts you develop. When you're on your own, you're hyper aware of the world. It becomes second nature to judge when a situation doesn't feel right or a neighbourhood feels a bit sketchy but you also learn to trust people. And over my two decades plus years of traveling alone, I've been extremely lucky that nothing bad has happened to me. And I do believe that your senses are extremely heightened when you travel alone. You are so much more vigilant. It's as if you have a sixth sense and you detect what's happening around you. So if a situation feels bad, then you just remove yourself from that situation. And as Lauren says, it really does help you to trust your own instinct. Olivia from Happy in the Hollow says, As a cultural anthropologist, I've spent about two years alone in the field in Poland. Plus, I've visited a variety of countries fully or partially solo. I feel a certain vulnerability when I'm travelling alone. On the one hand, it occasionally makes me feel lonely and anxious. Will I spend yet another evening alone or is it too late at night to be walking around Shanghai by myself. On the other hand, it heightens my senses and opens me up in a raw way to new surroundings and relationships. Undistracted, I can experience nature more profoundly, almost like a meditation. And without a companion to lean on, I'm more likely to seek out other people and strike up conversations. I feel uniquely alive through these encounters, so I will always insist on taking trips alone. Or on spending a day, a few hours, or even just a walk by myself whenever I'm traveling. When you travel alone, you definitely open yourself up to serendipities and to new possibilities. And it's so much easier to meet new people when you're alone because you're more approachable than you would be if you are with people or in a couple. Jessica Cern from Longest Bus Rides 
says, I've been solo traveling on 90% of my trips for over 20 years, just like my mum. She set me up with excellent risk adverse advice that has proved extremely solid. However, the best lesson is one I've learned on my own and strive to balance, take calculated risks. I expect that the rate of death and injury from my risky activities is just low enough that I'll always survive to tell the story. So far, so good. And some of my memories have come from the risks. She goes on to describe a situation where her scuba instructor in Hawaii asked her during a break if she wanted to dive into a cave to see a big shark. And she says, today I can tell you I've hung out with a 12 foot long shark plus a couple of giant sea turtles to boot. Pretty amazing in my opinion. During my solo travels, I have really pushed my boundaries and had experiences that I never, ever thought I would would have done. I did the original bungee jump in New Zealand. I've snorkeled with whale sharks and I'm really scared of the deep sea. And I've abseiled into caves. I've gone caving. There's so many things that I've pushed myself to do. And that is one massive advantage of how solo travel changes you, is that it pushes your boundaries and you will have the most rewarding experiences. Stephanie Craig from History Fangirl says, I've been traveling full time for almost two years, but it's different than I thought it would be when I set out. I spent the first seven months on the road traveling solo exclusively, but then I started to make travel friends and form relationships with people. It's so much easier to make friends than I thought it would be, than I am almost never actually alone when I travel anymore. Even though I'm on the road so much, there's always someone to travel with or a friend who wants to meet up somewhere or have you come to visit. Solo travel is more of a treat these days. I think when people start to think about being alone on the road, it can be overwhelming. But if you really network, connect with people online and open your mind to making new friends, you'll end up learning that it's actually easier to make friends when traveling solo than you think. And as I said before, it is so much easier for people to approach you when you are solo. Nowadays with the internet, there are so many different groups where you can meet others. There are apps, there are also meetup groups, and there is also an article on the website which tells you how to meet others when you're traveling. Michaela from Rocky Travel, she said... I started to travel alone as a young woman and a student in the 80s when it wasn't so popular to go to places by yourself. Over the years, I have experienced solo travel through all stages of needs, perspectives and purposes. With all variations and escalations of the case, it has truly grown into my favourite way of travelling. 30 years later, I'm still travelling most of the time on my own. I would say that, that it has taught me to stay more focused on the important things and especially on my feelings and actions become instantly aware of my surroundings and be more receptive for opportunities. It has showed me that I'm more capable of what I had imagined and last but not least, that balance in my life is the most important thing to me. It's entirely up to me to transfer those experiences and things that I have learned onto other domains of my life and make of those lessons the best out of them. And you do definitely learn a few lessons when you travel alone. Stephanie Langlet from Ethno Travels. She says she's been traveling solo since 2007 and she's amazed how travels has changed me. As a quite shy and introvert person, it wasn't always easy for me to show confidence. I especially didn't used to talk to people I didn't know. Since I've traveled to Asia, people naturally come and talk to me. 
When I'm there, I feel so confident and relaxed that I attract local people. I'm always invited everywhere for all celebrations, wedding, engagement, giving name ceremony, even funerals. I have a lot of incredible experiences to share. Since then, I always make sure I seem confident and smile when I visit a new place. It has always helped me a lot in my trainer and management job too. The mirror effect is very powerful, both to attract the right people and inspire trust. There are so many serendipities that you encounter when you travel solo, to meeting a local, to walking around a corner and getting lost and coming across the most amazing situation that you would never have found if you hadn't have gone down that alleyway. And that's what I love about solo travel is that you open yourself up to possibilities and you are just forced to be in the flow and you go with your instinct all the time. And as I said before, it is so rewarding. And the final piece of advice of how solo travel changes you is from Dr. Ezra. And she's a solo traveller and adventurer from Egypt. She says, I'm almost 34. I started my solo journey in this beautiful world seven years ago and I've fallen in love with travel. I love learning about cities, countries and faraway places and interacting with new cultures. Since I began solo travelling, I've visited 20 countries so far and almost 44 cities. More than 80% of these I've planned myself. I've booked hotels, flights, trains and buses and figured out how to navigate myself around cities ate local cuisine and interacted with new people. I've enjoyed every place that I've visited and I hope to continue achieving my dream. It's not easy but definitely worthwhile. I encourage women to travel solo, especially if you've never travelled solo before. And as a final conclusion, I echo the words from Dr Ezra, who says, I encourage women to travel solo, especially if you have never travelled solo before. You just need to plan, research your destination and learn about the culture, attractions to see, and which areas to avoid. Plan your time well and learn what there is to do and have a travel budget too. Even if you don't have a lot of money, you can still travel for a few days on a lower budget. Everything is possible. Just plan for your dream and make it happen. I hope that these short stories have helped inspire you to want to travel solo and shown you the transformation that solo travel brings. Thanks for joining me on today's episode. Thanks for listening to our Girl About the Globe podcast, making solo travel easier for you. Find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlabouttheglobe.com and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. 